Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms, and I just want to remind you that my Flex of Gold journal is on sale right now for Mother's Day. In this beautiful linen-bound journal, you write down one golden moment that you experienced with your children each day, just a few lines and probably less than a minute to do this, and it helps you to see and magnify the good in your life and in your motherhood. Over 5,000 moms around the world have started using this journal, and getting their testimonials of how the journal is impacting them is thrilling to me. I'm actually going to be sharing one of those later in the episode, so stay tuned. And you can go to 3in30podcast.com slash flexofgold to purchase your copy of this incredibly special journal, which is on sale for $5 off right now, and you can get an additional 10% off with the code 3in30. So go to 3in30podcast.com slash flex, F-L-E-C-K-S, of gold.com and use the code 3in30 for an additional 10% off. Welcome to 3 and 30, a podcast for moms who want to create more meaning in motherhood. Each 30-minute episode will feature three doable takeaways for you to try at home with your family this week. I'm your host, Rachel Nielsen. Thank you so much for being here. Mother's Day is just a few weeks away in the United States, and for today's episode, I want to do something a bit more casual and just share some of my personal thoughts about how we as mothers can make sure Mother's Day is special for us by asking for what we really want and need, or by giving it to ourselves if we aren't sure that anyone else will come through for us. Mother's Day can be a wonderful day of celebration and appreciation that makes you feel all filled up and grateful to be a mother. Or it can be a day of sadness and pain, depending on your life circumstances or even just your life circumstance that year. If Mother's Day is hard for you this year, I want you to know that I see you and whatever you feel is okay. Maybe you're facing infertility and grieving that your motherhood is not looking the way you had hoped it would. Or maybe your own mother passed away and you are really missing her. Maybe you never had a good relationship with your mother or she was even abusive or dismissive to you. And this holiday brings up all sorts of grief for you. Maybe your relationship with your own children isn't going the way that you'd like it to, and your kids are defiant or estranged from you, or you've gone through a divorce and the kids aren't even with you this year, or maybe they are with you, but everyone just ignores this special day and doesn't do anything for you, and you end up cooking and cleaning and caregiving and collapse into bed at the end of the day feeling resentful and unappreciated. Mother's Day can be hard for a variety of reasons, and I want you to give yourself permission to feel that if that's what's coming up for you this year. And I also want to give you some ideas in this episode of things you can ask for in advance to help this day feel a little more meaningful for you, even if that means that you give yourself these gifts because you know that no one else will. On a personal note, Mother's Day has been interesting for me the past 19 years since my mom died of cancer. 
In the years after she passed away, I tried to make the day special by remembering her and honoring other women in my life who mothered me. I often take flowers to women I admire on Mother's Day, especially those who may be alone for various reasons. And I also write a letter to my own mother each year, telling her about the ups and downs of the previous year. I've now written 18 letters, and I'm realizing that this yearly tradition is going to become my autobiography someday, which feels so special and sacred to me. And I'm so glad that I had the foresight to start that tradition when I was only 20 years old and spending my first Mother's Day without my mom. This Mother's Day feels a little melancholy to me because I was supposed to be doing IVF this spring to hopefully get Miracle Baby number three to our family, but it was postponed yet again due to some health problems I'm having. I know some of you may have been wondering because I shared a few months ago that I would be doing IVF this spring, so I just wanted to mention here that that isn't happening, but hopefully will be happening in the fall. And today, the day I'm recording this episode, was actually supposed to be the date of my embryo transfer. So I woke up feeling a little bit sad this morning, but I will say that as I listened to some voice memos from 3 and 30 listeners, which I'm going to share a bit later in the episode, I cheered up a lot. It reminded me of the amazing community of women around the world who listen to this podcast and who share the ups and downs of daily mothering life with me. Even if we don't know each other, I still feel like we know each other somehow, and I am so grateful for you. And I want to start building in more opportunities for us to share with each other, maybe through recorded segments from listeners of the podcast that I share here on the show, or maybe through in-person events and workshops. I have some ideas brewing, but for now, for today, I just want to send my solidarity to all of you as you're heading into a busy month of May with your families and share three ideas of things that you can ask for or give to yourself for Mother's Day that will make a long-term difference in your mothering. All three of these gifts start with the letter F, and yes, I did do that on purpose. So here we go. First, and this should come as no surprise to you, but I hope that you ask for or get yourself a Flex of Gold journal for Mother's Day. So as I mentioned in the introduction, this three-year journal gives you the opportunity to reflect on and write down a beautiful moment from each day with your children. And it is a life-changing gratitude practice because it helps you see more clearly the joy in your life. When you buy this as a gift for yourself, you aren't just purchasing a journal. You're purchasing a tool that can give you a total mindset shift and infuse much more joy and purpose into your motherhood. And you're also purchasing something that will become an heirloom for your children where they'll be able to go back and read about all of the small everyday moments that their mother shared with them. It's like the journal is a giant love note to your children, and it is so, so worth doing. And you don't just have to take my word for it. I want to share a voicemail that I got from a mom in this community who has been loving her Flex of Gold journal. I sent out an email to my email list and asked if anybody wanted to submit an audio testimonial that I could air here on the podcast, and I got several back. And so I'm going to be sharing those over the coming weeks so you can hear how the journal is impacting real mothers like you. For today, let's hear from Lauren about her experience with the journal. Here we go. Hi, Rachel. My name is Lauren, and I live in Indianapolis with my husband and two little girls. 
and I have been a huge fan of you and your work for the last several years. I really do feel the tagline of your podcast is so perfect because you really have helped me find so much more joy and meaning in motherhood. And, you know, I think the last couple of years that has been especially valuable to me. And I know many other moms who follow your work. So thank you for all that you do. I got my Flex of Gold journal in, I believe, 2020 when it launched. And then I waited until January of 2021, the new year, to start using it. But it has been just such a gift to my life. I am a writer and I've always loved writing, but I've never really been able to maintain a consistent journaling practice. And this just made it so simple. And, you know, an unexpected benefit for me. Regular gratitude practices have never really spoken to me, you know, just writing things like, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my home. Those things didn't really spark that feeling of gratitude in me. But what really does is thinking about how I am the only person who gets to live this life and gets to have these moments with these children. And something about writing down a moment that was beautiful to me for reasons that maybe nobody else would understand that is so completely personalized to me, so specific to my heart. That is what really does trigger all that gratitude for me. And it has really helped me sort of access a new level of being present in the moment with my children. And I am just so grateful. It has been such a huge blessing to me in my life. So thank you so much for all that you do. I'd like to also share a recent excerpt from my Flex of Gold journal. So this was from just a few days ago, and it was about my um, younger daughter and an incident that happened with her a couple days after her sister's birthday party. April 5th, 2022. Tonight after dinner, Fiona asked me, Mom, you want to see something? She led me to her bedroom and opened her toy cabinet to reveal a stash of cupcakes she has evidently been hoarding since her sister's birthday party two days ago. She proudly exclaimed, I'm saving these for later. I am so grateful to Lauren for sharing that sweet, tender moment with her daughter and for just talking generally about the impact that this practice has had in her life and in her motherhood. I really want this for all of you listening. I want you to be able to access this presence in your motherhood that Lauren talked about. So remember, you can go to 3in30podcast.com slash flexofgold, and the journals are on sale now through Mother's Day, so don't wait. Okay, before we get into the second and third gift that you could ask for, let's take a quick break to thank this episode's sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by KiwiCo. It's finally spring here in the mountains of Idaho, which means that we are taking more family bike rides and walks. And yesterday, my son Noah commented to me how fun it is to hear the birds chirping after a long winter. I had noticed that too, and I loved connecting with him about that. Spring is the perfect time for kids to explore the world around them, and KiwiCo is a great way for them to do that. KiwiCo delivers monthly science and art projects that spark a love for lifelong learning for kids of all ages. These kits help kids discover the mechanics behind everyday objects, the science of cooking, geography and customs from new cultures, and brand new art techniques, all through seriously fun, hands-on projects. My daughter Sally loved learning about rainbows in one of her KiwiCo kits, and she used the supplies to sew a little rainbow bag that she proudly carried around all last spring, which was so cute and fun. As a parent, it can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy and challenged. KiwiCo does the legwork for you, so you can spend quality time tackling quality projects together. 
Step into spring and celebrate the season of discovery with a KiwiCo subscription. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code 3in30 at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code 3in30. This podcast is also sponsored by BetterHelp, the world's largest provider of therapy done 100% online. People don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, and even digestive issues can be indicators of stress. And let's not forget about doom scrolling, sleeping too little, sleeping too much, undereating, and overeating. I have an up-close and personal relationship with stress myself. In fact, my dad gave me the absurd nickname in high school, Stress Tholomew, because I am naturally prone to worry, anxiety, perfectionism, and overcommitting myself. And I just have to add that everyone in my family was a Tholomew, and my dad just added the most appropriate prefix for that person. And yes, stress was mine. I am so happy to report that I have way healthier ways of coping with stress and overwhelm than I did back in high school, mostly from the many years that I have spent going to therapy in my adulthood. It has changed my life, my emotional resilience, and yes, even my physical health to process my emotions with a professionally trained counselor instead of keeping them bottled up inside. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, so give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress. 3 in 30 listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash 3 in 30. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash 3 in 30. The second gift that you can ask for for Mother's Day to give you a long-term happiness boost within your motherhood is a little bit of freedom. (laughs) I'm talking about a break from your regular mom responsibilities for the day, the weekend, or even once a month. This might look like asking for an afternoon to yourself on Mother's Day or on one of the days surrounding Mother's Day, to take a nap, to write in your journal, to go for a walk or a hike with friends, really anything that you want that will help you feel more fulfilled and prepared to go back into your motherhood, feeling more like yourself. In order to make this happen, you can ask your partner to support you and to give this to you as your Mother's Day gift or a friend of yours, or a sister, or your mother-in-law, anybody that really you know would want to support you within your motherhood. Or if you don't have that kind of a supportive partnership in your life, you can give this to yourself by hiring a babysitter for the day, or by just giving yourself permission to have a movie marathon and say, you know what, today my kids are going to watch three movies and I'm not going to feel bad about it because it's my Mother's Day gift to myself that I'm going to go upstairs and sleep and read a book or take a bubble bath or do whatever it is that you want to do for your special day. If you want to take this gift of freedom a little bit further beyond just one day, you could sign up for a weekly class, maybe in the evenings, trying out a hobby that you love but haven't had time to do for a while or something that you've been wanting to try. Having that weekly break to go and be a human outside of just being a mom can really do wonders for your mental health. You might decide to pursue a little gift of freedom by going for a night or a weekend away with your girlfriends or even in a hotel. I have done that before where I have taken a night by myself in a hotel room and journaled and gotten a lot of the soul work done that I needed to get done in order to be my best self. 
I remember one Mother's Day a couple of years ago, I asked my husband Ryan to take the kids away for the weekend because I had projects that I needed to get done at home that were never getting done with little kids underfoot. So I could have asked to go away to a hotel, but what I really wanted was time at my house by myself. I had a particular project in mind that had been on the back burner for literally years. It was an organization project that I really wanted to get done in our home. And so I felt a little bit bad asking him to essentially like remove my children from me for Mother's Day. It's not because I don't love them dearly and desperately. I do. It was just that at that season of life, what I needed was time and freedom and a break to get this thing done that I was really looking forward to getting done. One of the most memorable gifts that I've ever asked for was actually a Christmas gift that I asked for many years ago now. And I mentioned it on Instagram this year in December, encouraging moms in this community to get creative about the kind of gifts that they ask for for Christmas. So I just wanted to read you the post that I wrote back in December and obviously switch this out for Mother's Day gift instead of Christmas gift. But I hope that it will inspire you to think outside the box on what you are allowed to ask for as you try to be the best mother that you can be. So this is what I wrote. Shortly before Christmas in 2015, I realized how incredibly burned out I was feeling within my motherhood. I had two very young, very spirited children. They demanded so much from me, every minute of every day. I loved them fiercely, of course, but I missed feeling like I had time to invest in my own growth. I missed working on projects that mattered to me and me alone. I love to write, and I had started submitting articles to a website called Power of Moms and found it immensely fulfilling, but as a busy stay-at-home mom, I could only find little pockets of time to write a couple of times a month, and my soul longed to do more. So when my husband Ryan asked me what I wanted for Christmas that year, I got brave and told him the truth. I want one Saturday off every month for a year. To go to the library and write. To go out to lunch with friends. To do whatever I want for an entire day without guilt. Honestly, this felt like an exorbitant request. Was I selfish? Was I asking too much of my husband? Did I deserve this luxury of time to myself? Ryan didn't seem to think I was asking too much, and he even made me a gift certificate to make it official. And in the Instagram post, I put a picture of him handing me my certificate and giving me a kiss on the cheek, which is a picture that I will always treasure. And then I continue in that Instagram caption. When I look back on this decision to ask for what I truly needed and wanted, I feel a little emotional. I am proud of that tired young mom for being brave enough to say, my dreams and desires matter too, just as much as everyone else's in this family. Honestly, I think this decision was the beginning of my podcast because it was the first time that I acknowledged that I wanted to do something more than stay home full time. And a few years later, the articles that I wrote for Power of Moms sparked my idea for this podcast. This holiday season, I want to encourage you to get brave and ask for what your soul truly wants. If your partner can't provide it for you, brainstorm some creative ways to get that need met and give it to yourself for Christmas. Your needs matter just as much as everyone else in your family. End quote. So that's my plug for you to think outside the box this Mother's Day on a way that you can get a little bit more freedom within your motherhood, whatever that might look like for you. Freedom to really bring the best of yourself to your life, to your hobbies, and to your family. Okay, so we've talked about asking for a flexible journal, a bit of freedom. And the third and final gift that starts with F that you might want to ask for for Mother's Day is a favor. 
I'm talking about a task within your motherhood that you want done, but you keep putting off because it's outside the realm of your regular responsibilities and you don't have time for it, or it feels daunting to do it by yourself, or it's just not your favorite. What is something that you could ask your family to do for you or with you as a Mother's Day gift, or if your family isn't willing, that you could pay for someone else to do for you or with you? Let me give you a few examples. Maybe you would like to have your car detailed, your mom mobile that you drive around town. For me, this is our gross minivan. (laughs) And pretty much every year for Mother's Day, I ask to get the car detailed. Some years, I just ask my family to do it or just my husband. Some years, I ask for the time to do it myself and have my husband watch our kids while I do it myself. And some years, I send it to the professionals and I refuse to feel guilty about the money spent making the place that I spend so much of my time as a mom a little bit more livable and clean and happy for me to get into. There are times when my van is so dirty that I get into it and I feel like I have failed at life. And that is not a fun feeling to have every single day, multiple times a day. So this is a favor that I ask of my family to support me in helping me to sort of improve my mental state as a mom, if that makes sense. It's a chore that helps improve my mental state. Um, My mom was really good at this, about asking for a favor for Mother's Day. She had a standard gift that she asked for every year. On the weekend of Mother's Day, we would all spend all day Saturday planting her flower gardens and flower pots and just sort of tidying up the yard. My mom loved flowers. She had tons of flower pots, terracotta pots that she had going one per stair going down the stairs at the front of our house and a couple by the garage. And then she had flower beds and it would have been a very big project for her to tackle on her own, but it was something that she really valued that brought beauty to our home and to our family. And I think that made her feel happy. And that matters, especially as a stay at home mom, which my mom was It matters that the environment that you're spending all day, every day in is conducive to you feeling happy and enlightened and at ease. And so every year, this is what we would do for her for Mother's Day. And because it was a tradition, I think we stopped complaining about it because we just knew that it was expected. She would make it fun. I think we'd have like donuts for breakfast and we'd play music and We'd all, you know, break out our summer shorts and tank tops and get out and spend the day in the sun planting flowers together, running to the flower shop and picking out flowers and bringing them home and getting mom's pots all planted. And this has become a really tender memory for me. I now always think of my mom when I see red geraniums or colorful petunias around town. And I even have my kids help me plant my pots on the front porch in memoriam of their grandmother. We usually do that a little later in the year because we live in a cold climate. We live in the mountains of Idaho. And so Mother's Day is too soon. But my mom's birthday is June 14th. And so usually every year for my mom's birthday, my mother's name was Sally. And so we call it a Sallybration. And we eat her favorite dessert, which is brownies. And we go to the flower shop and we get the same flowers that she loved, those red geraniums and petunias. And we plant my flower boxes for the front porch. I only have two flower boxes. My mom had probably at least 12, I would say, every year. So I'm scaled back from my mom. But this is just a fun thing that I do every year to remember her and what mattered to her. And I actually look back on those weekends helping her plant with a lot of fondness. And she taught me a lot about how to plant flowers and how to care for them. And I'm grateful 
for those memories and for that tradition that she inspired in our family by simply being willing to ask for the help that she needed. So what could you ask your family to help you do for Mother's Day? Or what could you hire someone to help you do if your family's not able to help you? Maybe it's assembling a whole bunch of freezer meals. Maybe it's hanging pictures on the wall that have been, you know, set up against the wall and not hanging for months. Anybody else do that? Or is that just me? Maybe it's going through boxes of mementos in the basement or organizing bedrooms. Some favor that would improve your life as a mom that really the whole family should pitch in and help you to do as your Mother's Day gift, if possible. And I will say to be careful with this one, when you ask for it for your Mother's Day gift, because it can lead to resentment if your family resists or if they don't show up in the way that you would prefer, you can kind of fall into the martyrdom of like, this is my Mother's Day gift and nobody wants to do it. So I would say give them plenty of advance notice so that they can plan on it. And it's okay to remind them, hey, this is my Mother's Day gift, so I would appreciate everybody's good attitude. But then also to just release the pressure and just hold on to your own good attitude, even if they are being stinkers about it. Try to make it fun, put on some music, recognize that it might take a few years for everybody to really get on board with doing this for you. Maybe you could involve their friends, like make it more of a neighborhood activity and have all of the moms bring over their flower pots and all of the kids help to plant the flower pots, whatever it might be, try to make it fun and impactful without it making you resent your family even more than you might already, <laughs> if that makes sense. So what is one thing that you would love done that would make your day-to-day -day life as a mom feel a bit lighter or more fun? And can you ask your family to help with that for your Mother's Day gift? Or can you hire someone to help you with that for your Mother's Day gift? Consider that as an option. Okay, my friends, that's it. Three gifts that you can ask for for Mother's Day or give to yourself, and they all start with the letter F. First, a Flex of Gold journal. This will be the gift that keeps on giving, I promise, as it will help you focus on the joy within your motherhood every day, even in the hardest seasons. It will also give you a place to capture your most beautiful memories as a mom so they're never lost and that they can be passed down to your children as a record for your love for them. You need one of these journals and you can get it for a discount through Mother's Day at 3in30podcast.com slash flexofgold with the code 3 and 30 Second, ask for a little bit of freedom to rejuvenate and relax and become more of yourself. This might look like asking for the afternoon to take a nap, go for a hike or work on a project, or it might look like signing up for a weekly class to try out a new hobby or going for a getaway with friends or by yourself to regroup. Think about the type of freedom that you have been craving lately and find a way to make it happen this Mother's Day. And third and finally, you can ask for or give yourself a favor. What is a project that's been weighing on you that you've really wanted to get done? Can you ask your partner and or your kids to help you with that for their Mother's Day gift? Or can you hire someone to do that favor for you so you don't have to deal with it in the midst of your day-to-day -day motherhood stresses? These three gift ideas, a flex of gold journal, a bit of freedom, and a favor are a great way to honor yourself and all of your hard work this Mother's Day. And guess what? You're allowed to ask for all three if you would like to. And if you do try out one of these ideas, please tag me on Instagram at 3in30podcast or send me a DM to show me what you decided to do for yourself to make this Mother's Day a little bit more meaningful, even if you're struggling with some difficult feelings and circumstances this year like I am. As always, I'm rooting for you, and I hope you're able to recognize how hard you're working and how much you're giving day-to-day -to, -day to your family. 
be kind to yourself, and I hope you have a beautiful week with your family. Hey, I'm Lizzie Mathis, the host of the Cool Mom Code podcast, where motherhood is your key card to the coolest spot in town. I'm excited to give you a behind-the-scenes, real-talk combo between some of the most influential and tastemaker mamas I know. Subscribe and stay tuned for new episodes weekly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't ever miss a beat. See you there.